All right, folks, you are back with uh, the Camarda Wealth Leaders. Uh, Jeff and Jonathan Camarda and uh, Rob Shevlin, our resident bull moose. There he goes again, Rob. Um, <laughs> and uh, you know, shifting away from the uh, the investment focus, you know, back to the planning points. We're going to get into um, the, the property tax uh, ideas that really cut your bill dramatically. We want to finish up with some of the estate and trust concepts we introduced early in the program. And uh, so, again, there are two basic kinds of trust, right? There are living trusts, which come into being. You write, and they actually have life or um, are operating. Uh, and funded have assets during a lifetime and testamentary trust, which really don't come into being until you're dead. In fact, your will would say, at my death, a trust is to be created that does this and this and this. So it doesn't really have any, um, the, um, the, doesn't exist until you die. So it's a creature of probate. Now, what are some of the advantages, Rob, of using a living trust? Well, besides talking about avoiding probate that you just suggested. Speak up, Rob. It's not one of the things that our clients really, you know, think is important to them is their privacy. And you don't get privacy when you have your will or your testamentary trust uh, out there for the public to, to see by going down to the courthouse. I can't tell you how many times people really don't want other people knowing their business. Well, it's like that Gandolfini example we use all the time. The guy died with, uh, with a $77 million estate, you know, and the only reason to know that is because it was probated. And not only does that, you know, invite will contests, right? I don't like what the will says. I know that, you know, an angst mm -hmm. for the family, and maybe your wishes could be thwarted um, the, because of litigation. But it also, you know, kind of pulls down your pants to financial predators and criminals and so forth. You know, folks, there are criminals that, that watch court records and probate stuff to see if they can, you know, defraud the estate or steal stuff. And, you know, it's, it's also a great way for people to do identity theft. But there's another thing that we haven't really touched on is the, the guardianship issue. You know, most people never anticipate that they're going to need somebody to take care of their minor children. But if you have a, a uh, testamentary trust, it's really going to be too late. And I think more importantly is guardianship for the, uh, um, for the clients, for the, set, for the, the, um, the grantors. So let's use Mr. Shevlin as an example. Mr. Shevlin, here he is in the pink. Uh, in the very <laughs> scary thought, <laughs> in the very, <laughs> there's a, folks, there's a lot of pink. And by the way, that, that noise you occasionally hear—that is, <laughs> that is the sound of a bull moose raging in the forest. Um, but to Mr. Shevlin of sound mind, uh, generally. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, my mother told you the sets up a living trust, and he puts all his assets in a trust. And say down the road, some cognitive issues, more profound cognitive issues than those that have visited you thus far, Mr. Shevlin. You have some cognitive issues down the road, and you really shouldn't. And that's that's pretty inevitable. A lot of the yeah. stuff I'm doing for one of my PhD courses in gerontology now. I mean, there is a pretty, you know, likely progression uh, from the from high financial decision making capacity into the muck of, of you know making poor decisions and uh, um, the, uh, being subject, you know, or, or a victim to uh, fraudsters, and also, you know, in, in, you know, perversely. As, as financial literacy declines with age, beginning in the 60s for most people, and I've gotten studies I can share this with, it's already go on the side, confidence in decisions goes up, which is a very dangerous combination. Competency goes down, and confidence goes up. Perhaps you guys have seen this among some of your clients. But back to like, Perhaps our father. <laughs> but back to Mr. Shevlin, um, the, uh, uh, the, 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 the picture of health right in front of us. 
So stay with me now. I know we've wandered far afield. But say that he sets up a, he doesn't set up a living trust. A couple of years go by, and he's got some cognitive issues, can't make decisions, sound decisions for himself. It's become obvious the only legal remedy that I know of is guardianship, where Mr. Shevlin must be trotted into courts uh, to observe the legal process of proving that he is incompetent and having a judge appoint a guardian to watch over his assets. This is a very expensive process, very, very inefficient process, and most demeaning. Even if you know you're only halfway down that slide, you know to uh, um, to real cognitive issues. I mean, you have, you have feelings. You know what's going it's on. Evisceration of your dignity. It's a horrible outcome. You know. So let's you know. Let's say that Mr. Shevlin has the foresight, and I know you do, to set up a living trust instead of you know just uh, just roll a dice that way. Then what happens, Mr. Shevlin? I can specify who I would want to provide guardianship. Uh, for me. Well, actually, it wouldn't be guardianship. It'd be a trustee, right? You, well, your living trust would name a contingent trustee that would step into your shoes. Now, typically, this is going to be a wife. Miss, maybe not in your case. I don't know. I hope she's not a listener. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> We're offending all family members today. <laughs> maybe, um, the, maybe it's your brother, or maybe it's Jonathan, God forbid, who, who, whoever. He's high on the list. If you're not able, you know, if you turn, you turn control over to somebody you trust. Absolutely. And typically, you don't have to go through a court proceeding. Right. You just have whatever the test is in, in your trust, but it may be as simple as your primary care physician writes a letter saying that you're not fit to manage your affairs. And it's a seamless transition for someone to take care of old pop bull moose over here um, and also to uh, pay the bills and, and keep things going, right? Absolutely. And I, in essence, I've taken that role on with my parents. Uh, you know, when my dad just died and my mother is not able to really uh, function any longer, so I have to uh, make health care decisions for her, manage her, her financial affairs, and, you know, she's just at the point where she just can't uh, deal with these issues anymore because she's got some uh, cognitive issues. Yeah, so that's, uh, that's an important point, folks, is, uh, you know, having the living, remember, the living trust, as I talked about earlier in the program, you really aren't giving anything up. You're putting it in another bucket that you own called your family name, living trust, typically, um, and uh, you can take assets out whenever you want. You have the checkbook. You have control. You can rip the trust up. You have complete control over it. So it really is just you and your basic vanilla trust that we're talking about here in the program today. But if you have a problem down the road, the trust goes on autopilot and can save you and your family an awful lot of money and an awful lot of grief. And, and just as an aside on probate, which is, can be an extremely expensive Process. What's the statutory right in Florida, oh, uh, Brother Moose? Uh, it's a sliding scale, but let me put it to you this way. If you had uh, it's a couple of thousand dollars that you can be assessed on uh, the first uh, 100000 and it declines you know, up to a million dollars. But let me tell you, you know, lawyers, oftentimes we see them using testamentary trust because they have this built-in uh, probate opportunity down the road. Yeah, so I don't, I don't know. The, I don't remember the exact rate either, but it's pretty stiff. It's a lot more than most people would think. I mean, it's not a couple hundred, thousands and thousands of dollars. Um, and uh, you know, if the attorney, you know, for, for some reason, you wind up with a, uh, a testamentary trust, which again we think has a lot of shortcomings, and they're typically not any cheaper to do. You still have the right to trust just in the will. It's just not a living trust. It doesn't come into being until you're dead. Um, but that guarantees probate. You know, and all of the the, um, the risks that that may engender, the asset protection risks, um, there are the probate fees that the attorney would get, 
There's the publicity and the fact that criminals and will contests, the guardianship risk. You know, so at the end of the day, you know, we, we, don't, we see really no reason not to use a living trust. And if you end up having a non-family member as an executor, they get the right to charge fees. And if they bring in other professionals to assist, you could easily see a, 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 a certainly large amount of assets be dissipated when this could have been avoided. Dissipation. We, have to, we must avoid dissipation in the forest, Mr. Moses. Especially, especially premature <laughs> dissipation. That's, you know, especially premature <laughs> dissipation. That's the worst kind of dissipation there is. And that's an apt, an apt metaphor for our friend, Brother Moose. All right, then we're still in a few minutes to, uh, to roll to... Uh, Property tax reduction as we get to the end of the, the planning segment here. So, folks, it's a little-known fact that I discovered myself. As you know, um, I, Jeff Camarda, am a bit of a real estate investor. We have the Camarda building here in Fleming Island, some of the commercial property, and some residential rentals. Um, and uh, in the, the midst of the market meltdown, to 2008, 2009, I was astonished at how high the assessment on our building was. And um, I didn't felt, feel it reflected market conditions. So I went down and argued with the assessor, and I was successful in reducing the assessment by a couple million dollars. I mean, huge, huge. Also looked at the same my rental properties and so forth. So at the end of the day, people think once you get the bill over the summer, I think it is, it's almost impossible. That mechanism um, is almost guaranteed for your failure. But if you get to it early, like about this time of year, the beginning of the year, and start looking around, um, it's amazing how negotiable the assessors are. And there are attorneys, and if you contact us, you know, either email me personally. My email address is j, the letter j, at camarda.com. That's Juliet at Charlie Alpha Mike Alpha Romeo Delta Alpha dot com, jcamarda.com, or call us at 888-CAMARDA. That's all Charlie Alpha, you know. Glad to know your email. C-A-M-A-R-D-A. Yeah, please be gentle, folks. Okay, please be gentle. But I'm happy to help you if uh, um, if you need an address, if, if you need some information or, or want me to answer a question for you. But there are attorneys that specialize in this sort of property tax reduction and will do it on a contingency basis. They get a percentage of the reduction. No reduction, no fee. I think it's a pretty sweet deal, so I stopped doing it myself a couple of years ago and turned it over to these folks. So if you'd like some, some help or information, more detail on that matter, give us a call. Again, operators typically standing by, 888-CAMARDA. So we've now reached the end of the planning segment. You've got to suffer through yet another hopefully entertaining and not too solicitous commercial. And then we'll be back with Cousin Arnold. Come on, and the portfolio update, which will conclude our show for this week. Stand by, folks. Lots of fun to come. Camarda Wealth offers complimentary, that's free, folks, portfolio reviews to listeners. Get us your statements, and we will thoroughly examine your portfolio, give you opinions on the risk and quality of each position you own, as well as how wisely we believe the whole thing holds together and how efficiently it addresses your needs and goals. At the same time, we'll also opine on how protected your assets are from financial predators, your estate plan, tax savings opportunities, and otherwise we think you can cut risk, avoid probate, save money, and just plain get richer faster. Did I mention this service was free? Just call us at 888-CAMARDA. That's C-A-M-A-R-D-A. 888-CAMARDA to set up your free portfolio review. Call now while it's on your mind, folks.
You're listening to the Camarda Wealth Leaders on WER Wealth Education Radio. The show is previously recorded. For private or on-air questions, to request free white papers or other educational materials, or to schedule a complimentary no-obligation consultation about today's or any other wealth matters, call us at 888-CAMARDA. Write it down now, 888-CAMARDA. That's C-A-M-A-R-D-A, Charlie, Alpha, Mike, Alpha, Romeo, Delta, Alpha, 888-CAMARDA. Call it now and keep it handy for wealth emergencies. You're listening to the Camarda Brothers plus the Antlered Rob on WER Wealth Education Radio. Better planning, better wealth, better wealth, better life. Tell your friends about the Camarda Wealth Leaders right here Saturdays at noon or Sundays at 2. This show is recorded, but if you have questions to be answered privately or on the air if you wish, or want free reports, reviews, or other information, call 888-CAMARDA. That's 888-C-A-M-A-R-D-A. Call us now, folks. All right, folks, you're back with the final segment with your Kamada Wealth Leaders right here. And now it's time for my personal favorite segment of the show, the Market Updates with Cousin Arnold, introduced by Cousin Vito. Who we have in the box today, Johnny? Here's Johnny! Speak up, you tell yourself you got cotton in your mouth. Yeah, it's pretty much the way it goes, but... That's enough. Let's give us some information. Uh, nah. <laughs> All right, here I am. I, I'm here to try to pump everyone up here as we matriculate through the month of January. Anyway, uh, you know, ending 14 equities uh, certainly ended on a whimper after a little bit of a burst. Continued in early January, but we've had so much, uh, so much of a pop as we move through the month here. Uh, still, a little disconcerting. Greece and oil are, are the main culprits of some of the recent slips. Uh, as been the norm, Europe has been a weakling to the downside. Uh, interestingly enough, Japan has also been following some of the Western allies' uh, slump, uh, which is somewhat enigmatic because of the oil situation bleeding into Japan. Not necessarily a direct correlation, but perhaps in sympathy. But uh, equities right now have been uh, well, oversold earlier in the month, have somewhat of a pop as we move through the month, uh, showing somewhat of a bounce. Mid-caps look pretty strong. Uh, although there is a fear, a little bit of a risk-off trade, as we've had some momentum uh, in Treasury bonds and seeing them surge. And of course, they're commensurate to yield dropping with the inverse relationship that they have. Dollars remain strong, uh, and obviously, uh, gold, which has been weak and will remain weak, has had a little bit of a bounce, very slight, uh, with the gold bugs that love to run to it during times of turmoil. Uh, right now, we've had the S&P earlier in the month uh, kind of uh, uh, dropped back, uh, retracing December surge, uh, but we've had a bounce as we move through the uh, middle portion of the month. Uh, but however, treasuries have surged over the last two weeks, uh, outpacing the equity brethren, and the short-term treasuries have outpaced longer-term uh, T-bonds, which usually uh, refers to the uh, actual safety trade. Uh, so what you've also had is a flow out of high-yield bonds into safer corporate bonds, safer relatively speaking, of course. And, you know, the real story, though, that it has been oil. You know, it has sunk further. Amazingly, black gold has not bounced at all since its late summer plummet. Uh, the, you know, the trend, again, has been a hard, resounding downtrend. Uh, the energy sector as a whole, beyond oil, uh, had a recent bounce uh, in early January, but, of course, it's continuing its larger downtrend. Um, you know, on a side note, oil and gas equipment services uh, have also been suffering in sympathy as well. So it's kind of a side note to keep an eye on. As we move on to gold, again, the short-term lift with the European crisis earlier in the month, but again, the longer-term trend has continued to the downside. 
uh, with Greece and the QE policy currently being implemented by the uh, European Central Bank. So again, slight uptrend that gold's had since late 2014 has uh, again been uh, pretty much obfuscated and it's continued to the downtrend with an ascending dollar. However, uh, you know, beyond that, it's interesting if you go back, uh, which I have been to the gold dollar correlation, and what you've essentially seen is going back really since early 13, there have been two trends, or uh, I should say early 12, uh, there has been trends of, again, inverse where dollar has gained strength and gold has dropped. So right now the thing to watch is T-bond strength and equity strength. Yeah, which yeah, yeah. Further. I see the moss's brows wrinkling quizzically. You have any questions for cousin Johnny or soon the cousin Arnold? I, I need a translator to follow all that. I don't understand all the accents and all the charts that he has. I try to step into voices here, but uh, I'm not <laughs> a visual. Not a good thing, there, moose. <laughs> I should stick to my you farm. Better, you better step into faces, moose. <laughs> Any um, any questions or comments on uh, so Jonathan? What then? Um, if we just revert to standard American, if you don't mind, what um, the, what are your predictions going forward? I know you still seem to be very bit bullish on the U.S. markets. Uh, what do you think the quarter is going to shape up at here as we start to look at uh, mid January and beyond? Yeah, no, I think that the, uh, you're actually looking at uh, a, a resumption of a bullish trend here as we move, like I said, throughout January into February. Uh, you're looking at mid caps and uh, small caps still outperforming, not surprisingly, strong dollar hurts large caps because they're exporting more of their goods to weaker currency countries. So, again, that is actually uh, pretty bullish. Okay, good, good. And, again, folks, you know, our pro- one of our primary uh, duties is uh, portfolio management, portfolio analysis. We'd be very, very happy uh, to give you uh, some personal opinions, no cost, no obligation. Happy to help get to know you a little bit uh, on your specific portfolio uh, or individual positions, have a conversation, analyze statements, that sort of thing. We do it all the time. Just call us at 888-CAMARDA. You already know the drill. All right, so uh, we have a little bit of time here left in the segment. Rob, do you care to expand on any of the estate planning concept we talked about earlier? We really didn't get into things like powers of attorney and living wills and health care surrogates and the difference between an executrix and a perfect per- uh, the personal representative. So why don't we begin with the, exe- the ever-popular executrix, oh, Rob? I love her. Well, you know, when, when you die and you uh, have a will and you have to have the, the will probated, which means proving of the will, uh, you have to have an executor. An executrix is going to be a, the female. But in version. Florida, they, what do they call in Florida? Personal representative. Personal representative. Really, it's the same yeah. thing, but yeah. you know, it's kind of a misnomer. So that's, you know, um, the, the, let's talk about powers of attorney. And these can be very, very useful, very powerful very dangerous instruments. You have a couple of words on that, either one of you? Well, you've you, you got to tr- trust people implicitly because you're giving somebody the ability to basically write money out of your checking account or some of your other investments. Sell accounts. your house. Could sell your house, can make certain tax decisions or charitable contribution decisions. But it's also something that you really want to have so that you can control who, who's going to perform these functions for you. Uh, I think it comes in handy, again, uh, when you have uh, cognitive issues and you have somebody stepping in. You know, if, if they don't have access to the accounts, you're really going to have a problem. I mean, we see people who, once they've passed away, they don't have access to bank account information or even log on passwords. Well, if you've had somebody who's been acting as your uh, attorney in fact, they're probably going to have this information and they're going to be acting in your behalf to take care of your financial affairs. Uh, the same thing with having a, a health care power of attorney, also known as a health care proxy. 
you want to make sure that you have a current version of this. Uh, we ran into problems years ago when my father-in-law was transported from Alabama to Florida and his health care power was not honored here in the Florida hospitals and we had to redo them right away. You want to keep them up to date, you know, laws change and uh, new provisions need to be provided in documents, powers of attorney and powers, uh, durable powers of attorney and healthcare powers are really inexpensive documents and you would be pound foolish not to put those together in advance. Good. Any uh, any uh, party comments from you, uh, uh, Brother Mio? No, I just had uh, recalls of the old Robert Palmer song when I was listening to that. Simply irresistible. Oh, there you go. Ah, well, that's. Uh, uh, and I'm not going to even ask, you know, about the nuance of no. where what that's in respect to. Well, I appreciate that. All right, folks. Well, you know, to uh, to quote our friends uh, from Car Talk, you fritted away another perfectly good hour listening to us, uh, hopefully giving you some some useful information among the chuckles. Obviously, we have a, a lot of fun doing this. We hope that you enjoyed listening to it. And remember, we are here as a resource for you. We're very, very happy. No cost or obligation. We get plenty of business as anyway. You know, we'd love to have you as clients, but we're very happy to help you, even if that's not in your intent. If you email us, or call us at 888-C-A-M-A-R-D-A. We're happy to talk to you about being a guest on the show and having your question answered um, here on the air or just give you some private advice if you'd rather not, you know, the world know uh, what you're asking us about regardless. So uh, and on that note, and until next week, I uh, wish you all a very, very pleasant mid-January, and we'll be back next week, same time, same station, for another episode of Camarda's Wealth Education Radio. Say goodbye to the folks, Johnny and Rob. Have a profitable week. Have a profitable. Go forth and prosper, folks. And some other stuff, too. Aloha. Uh Uh-huh, and shout. Jonathan Carter is a certified private wealth advisor, certified financial planner, chartered market technician, chartered financial consultant, certified fund specialist, chartered life underwriter, and is board certified in mutual funds. Rob Shevlin holds an MBA from the Warrington Business School of the University of Florida. And Jeff Kamard is a certified financial planner, chartered financial consultant, chartered financial analyst, certified fund specialist, chartered life underwriter, and board certified mutual funds. He's also an enrolled agent admitted to represent clients with unlimited IRS practice rights, holds a master's of science and financial services, and is a PhD student in the American College's financial and retirement planning doctoral program. Besides being Camarda's chairman and chief investment officer, Jeff is also a working research academic in Wealth Matters. The Camarda team is one of the most heavily credentialed financial advisors in the nation, including Dr. Tang Wei, our chief financial analyst, also a university professor and working wealth research academic. Camarda Wealth Advisor Group offers private wealth management, including no commission portfolio management through Camarda Financial Advisors and other financial services, as described in our boring end-of-show disclosure. Camarda Financial Advisors, LLC is a Security Exchange Commission registered investment advisor, which is compensated only by portfolio management fees. You may receive a tour ADV on request, which contains important background, conflicts of interest, fee, and investment philosophy information. Client accounts managed to the third-party custodian on a discretionary basis. Camarda Consultants, LLC is an affiliate providing other services, including the sale of insurance products compensated using traditional commission methods. Jack Camarda is a Florida real estate broker, and Camarda Premier Properties does commission and fee-based transactional and property management business, which may present a conflict of interest. None of these are a law or accounting firm, and listeners should confer with their own legal and accounting advisors before deciding on a specific course of action. Third-party advisor rankings rely on advisor-supplied survey information and are not derived from independent research. The opinions expressed 
in the preceding program are strictly those of the host, guests, and callers, and may not be those of advertisers or broadcaster. When discussed, performance results are presented net of fees and reflect the reinvestment of dividends and capital gains. Not all performance periods may be discussed, and listenership requests complete performance information before forming opinions. Past performance may not be indicative of future results. Therefore, no current or prospective client should assume that future performance of any specific investment or strategy will be profitable or equal to past performance levels. All investment strategies have the potential for profit or loss. Changes in investment strategies, contributions, withdrawals, and or economic conditions may materially alter the performance of your portfolio. Different types of investment involve varying degrees of risk. There can be no assurance any specific investment strategy will be suitable or profitable for any client's investment portfolio. Securities discussed on this program may be owned or trade by firm agents and principals, in firm portfolios, in firm client accounts, and listeners should presume that hosts have conflicts of interest with regard to discussed securities. Historical results for investment indexes or categories generally do not reflect the deduction of transaction fees or custodial charges or an investment manager's fees, the presence of which would reduce the client's actual performance results. There are no assurances that a portfolio will match or outperform a particular benchmark. Asset allocation and diversification do not assure or guarantee better performance and cannot eliminate the risk of investment losses. Back testing involves a hypothetical reconstruction based on past market data, of which the performance of a particular account would have been if the advisor had been managing an account using a particular investment strategy. Back testing performance results do not reflect actual trading using client assets, but were achieved through the retroactive application of a model that was designed with the benefit of hindsight. Backtested performance results have inherent limitations, particularly that these results do not represent actual trading and do not reflect the impact of material, market, or economic conditions, or factors that may influence the advisor's decision-making if the advisor were actually managing the client's money. Backtested returns should not be viewed as indicative of the advisor's skill, as they do not reflect the results achieved by any particular client or the advisor. For information on additional date ranges for portfolios discussed on the program, please contact the host. Portfolio performance benchmarks are generally industry-standard indexes, but vary depending on the portfolio discussed. For more information, contact the host.